Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. And I mean pretty. A pretty kind of darn. And uh, also go to my PC and GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. Whoa. I got a bad feeling about this. Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 120. Can you believe it? It's episode 120, and it's brought to you the week of September 1st. I'm your host. My name is James, and I've got a few folks I'd like to introduce you to. One of them is from American's Hat. Americans. All of our hats. He lives in the mall. His name's Trevor. Welcome back to the show, Trev. How you doing? Hey, not too bad, James. Good. I heard you're you know exhausted. What I am exhausted. I, 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 this could be very random. I could shout out things that will have to get edited out. I'm not sure. Please don't, because you're <laughs> you're on that thin red line as it is. So uh, you're, you're walking the green mile. Did see, that's why I showed up anyway, because I figured I was, you know, I'm, I'm right on the edge. I figured if I had called in sick, you would have just fired me right on the spot. So, you know. Dude, I'm telling you. John, you too. <laughs> Speaking of John, uh, from, oh. <laughs> from deep within Canada's pants, it's uh, John Steinklauber. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate your welcoming of me. And this will be John's last show too. All right. I'm offended. <laughs> hey, give me back my mic. For, that was somebody else. Oh, wow. I, it, you pulled that, was, that off so well. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Hey, um, speaking of America's uh, pants, yeah, um, I do you think we could refer to us as uh, as as Mexico's sombrero? Wow, I'm kind of feeling awkward being in Canada's pants all the time. Mm. Mm. No, I like you right where you are, buddy. Okay, okay. Resisting right, the urge to say something, I'm going to regret. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, we always start with an opening story. Hi, guys. I love your show. I've been reminded of so many great stories from my own childhood. Thanks. Here's one for you. My family always had hamsters and gerbils for pets. One morning, I was playing with one of our gerbils when I noticed my dad had left his favorite Sunday tie lying on the couch beside me. I wondered, will this gerbil crawl all the way from one end of the tie to the other? In case you ever looked, men's ties are just long tubes that start wide and narrow to the other end. So I opened up the wide end and nudged in the gerbil, encouraging him to be adventurous and find his way through. Everything went great at first. 
the tie kind of looked like a snake that had swallowed up a small animal. (laughs) Slowly that gerbil worked its way forward and then nothing. He was completely lodged in the narrow part of the tie with no moving forward and no ability to come back through. (laughs) So I panicked. Dad can't possibly wear a tie with a big old lump in the middle. (laughs) So how do you get a gerbil out of a tie? Well, my first thing to try was to grab the tie from the narrow end and kind of try to shake him out. Then I thumped it a couple times on the couch cushions. No No luck. So how about centrifugal force? I held the oh, tie. No. <laughs> I, I held the tie uh, from. Wait a minute, I lost my place. I held the tie from the narrow end and trolled it over my head, hoping against hope that the gerbil would somehow come loose and fly out. Still nothing. So what else could I do? I had to go to my mom and confess my sins and hope that she would somehow <laughs> rescue and revive this no longer moving little body lodged deeply in Dad's good Sunday tie. Uh, she must have panicked as well because. Uh, she grabbed a pair of scissors, sliced the tie in half just behind the lifeless lump of gerbil, and gave it gerbil CPR to bring it what? back to life. I know. I don't even know what that looks like, <laughs> and I'm afraid to Google it. <laughs> uh, happy ending for everyone except the tie. Dad learned to never leave his ties lying around the house again. Thanks, Kathy. And uh, Kathy, thanks for an awesome opening story. <laughs> Glad the gerbil made it, I guess. <laughs> Clear. Well, I always wondered about you know animals and and their relationship to us because they trust us apparently you know and I could just imagine a little gerbil you know he sees this tie he's like, oh great something I'm I'm a little worried about I'm a little worried about this but they surely wouldn't hold open the tie and encourage me to go in if there was any danger. <laughs> I trust them. I doubt he loves me. <laughs> it was the same thing with my wife's fish in college. I bought her a fish, and she I thought. She had had fish before. She'd never had a fish before. And all of a sudden, the fish is dead, floating belly up. And I'm like, what's going on? She, I, I said, she says, well, you know, I would feed him, and, and then all the food would be gone. And so I was like, dang, he's eating a lot. So I fed him again. And, and then the food was gone. I'm like, Jen, how many times did you do this? She's like, three or four times today. Oh man! Must have been hungry. He kept eating it, so he must have been hungry. Jen, goldfish will eat and eat and eat until they die. She's like, oh. (laughs) So I just teased her relentlessly for days and just like, I love you, Jennifer. I love you. I trust you know what you're. Blah blah blah. This doesn't feel good, but it must be okay. You know, I just had an epiphany. The animals on this on this show in particular yeah. are like Nicholas Sparks books. Everything dies. <laughs> I was I was gonna say they're more like Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Yeah, I guess. What oh is, no, they killed Kenny. What yeah. is what has Nicholas Sparks written that I would know? Uh the notebook, message in a bottle. Uh, all the crit- all the critters are dead. Yeah. Well, no, no, the the critters don't die in the books. Just the, the people, people do, like the heroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you now. Speaking all right, of, let's move on to the weekly update. <laughs> no, no. no, speaking of the way people die, this uh, episode is brought to you by Go to My PC. Um, balancing the the demands of your job and family can be challenging. Uh, you could be you could drastically improve your work flexibility by using go to my PC to access your work computer from home because you no longer have to be in the office to be productive get more control over the way you work and the way you live 
by trying Go to My PC free for 30 days. Visit gotomypc.com slash podcast. That's gotomypc.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. Stop having boring tuna. Stop having Stop a boring having life. Boring life. <laughs> Also brought to you this week by Carrillo, thanks dude, Dean Piercy, and Keith Techlets, a.k.a. the Technical Chicklets Guy. We love you, man. Thank you, everybody. You, too, can sponsor a show for only $5. Go to go to my P- yeah, go to mypc.com slash podcast <laughs> and sponsor today. No, go to nlcast.com, click on sponsor show, and you'll be glad you did. Come on, do it today. Weekly... You shut your mouth! Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. Time for a weekly update. <sighs> I don't feel like going first today. So I'm going to pass it on. I'm going to pass it on to Trevor. Next in line. I'll go We're last. just going to totally break tradition? Yeah, I know. I wow. Know. Oh, okay. I, I can't take I, it. I have my reasons. <laughs> uh, speaking of you having your reasons... Um, <laughs> Yesterday, part of the reason why I'm exhausted is the fact that I played in my company golf tournament yesterday, um, which it was a good uh, 29, 30 degrees out in Celsius. I I think it's 572 Fahrenheit. I'm not really good with conversions. Um, it was hot. <laughs> so H-A-W-T hot. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, never allow me to say that again. Um so anyway, we were out there. We were out there in the golf. We were playing. It's you know we're out four and a half hours in the hot sun. So that's kind of part of the reason why I'm exhausted. Now, yesterday, golf tournaments, or at least company golf tournaments, aren't fun without somebody doing something silly. Uh, just because it's a bunch of people who don't really golf going out there just to to play around type thing. So I went out and I contributed my silliness to the tournament. By inadvertently throwing one of my clubs into a lake. (laughs) What? You mean by inadvertently? You mean intentionally, right? No, no, it wasn't a. uh, It wasn't a. Hey, you know, I'm angry. I missed the shot. No, no, I was. It was more. I'm uh, an idiot. And I was sitting there at the water's edge because I had uh, the ball was close to the water, and I was just kind of taking my club and flipping it up in the air like a baton almost. <laughs> so I'm flipping it up and catching it and flipping it up and catching it. So I flipped it up and brought my hand across my body to catch it. Instead of clasping, I just kind of slapped it into the water. <laughs> Were you a majorette? <laughs> your description of your technique makes me wonder if you weren't a majorette. Well, well, the dropping should indicate that if I was, I was a bad one. I'm not checking your droppings. I'm talking about your technique. And if you were a majorette, what is a male majorette? Is it a major? Like a, a majorer. Yeah. Maybe it's like a yeah, lieutenant. Like <laughs> I was a captain. Okay. So anyway, it, fortunately, it did not go in that far into the water, and I was able to... Uh, to retrieve it but um, you must be the golf equivalent of that kid picking daisies <laughs> out in left field on a baseball game <laughs> <laughs> trevor it's your turn okay 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 here we have trevor cameron who's pulled out an iron iron he's loading up the like oh what's this he's uh doing a twirly move with his baton look no, at his technique baton. that's a that's his six iron Ooh, no, notice by oh, his no. droppings that he is a majorette he has majorette hey, did- droppings little pellets of rhinestones. Mm. Did they have Canadian geese all over it? 
No, I'm serious. The Canadian geese love the golf courses down here. I was just wondering if they actually do that up in Canada. You know, you can buy fake Canadian windsock geese around here. What? Why? (laughs) You just can. And the wind blows them, and their bodies fill with air, and they point in the direction the wind is coming from. Uh Oh. (laughs) <laughs> are are they are they real geese? They're just kind of you know in, inflated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not real. They're 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 wind socks. They're like wind socks with necks. It's great. It's awesome. And people spend money on them. I don't know, dude. People buy plastic chairs too. Um, real quick, Trevor, I'm just going to break tradition one more time and ask you a question. I saw a uh, Palm Pre ad from AT and T from Canada this week on the old internets. And the first thing out of this dude's mouth is he said, unlike our friends of the South, Canadians actually do things. They, they're active. <laughs> have you seen this commercial? No, sir, I have not. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I just want to say I'm offended and I hold it personally against you and your flag. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, hey, I'm not saying anything, but I mean, you know, you guys. We had know, the pre first. That, okay, so it says we apparently, do it, apparently it has nothing to do with technology. Our delivery people are a little faster, wouldn't you say? Maybe they're doing things while the Canadian folks are writing commercials. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe we're just funnier because we write commercials. You the, the 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 commercial continued with old people playing lawn bowling. <laughs> Was it representing Americans at this point in time? Old Americans in no. Florida. Nope. It oh. was it was Canadian people lawn bowling. Did it well, did it follow up this image after they said Canadians do stuff? Yes. It, it like, like Canadians do stuff yeah. like this. Yes. Yeah. We like, lawn bowl, and when it's too cold for that, we throw blocks of rock down ice, and <laughs> we yell at people to sweep no, the ice. No, that's that's but, curling. That's curling, which is fun. Wow, I've never heard those two words together in the same sentence. I enjoy interesting, curling. odd, crazy. I enjoyed curling too, but it's usually weights. <laughs> a bicep curling. Oh, man. Sometimes I pick up a couple senators and you know, I I'm, them I'm actually going to go ahead and say I give I'm going to give curling a, a second chance because it, it's probably somebody was skipping a rock and the lake froze over and it, and the rock just hit the ice and slid and they're like you know what I bet I can do that better next time I just need flash five freeze. dudes with a broom. Yeah, that's the one part of it that it's like, it's like really, how, how did you come up with the fact that if you just kind of sweep in front of the, yeah. like, there's got to be Have a better method. Have they done any testing? I mean, like, yeah, a spray bottle full of water might work better, <laughs> you know, icing it up. Maybe a tiny Zamboni with a monkey driving it, you know, to that smooth out the awesome. ice in front of it. I mean, there are monkey ways. Bon- <laughs> monkey bony. <laughs> what? That's a Zamboni being driven by a monkey. <laughs> There's another there's another uh, recap song in the making oh, right no. there. <laughs> Monkey pony. <laughs> it's funnier the more you say it. Oh gosh! <laughs> All right, that's Trevor's weekly update. So yeah, where where were we in the show? <laughs> uh, John, what do you got, dude? Anything? Because the show notes still say I saw District Nine. Are you not over that yet? <laughs> well, you see, last week I closed down the show notes because I had a problem with the computer oh okay and uh remember remember what happened to me last week uh getting my keys locked in the car mm, yep. sure yeah. i did that again no way 
Such a loser. It took it was fifteen minutes this time to get in. I was a little I was sweating. I was afraid the cops were gonna stop me. But that's not my weekly update. Good. My real weekly update is um I'm sorry, I it will never die in my mind. Turned into a bat. Hey, I got that T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> that no, um, it's I don't have anything funny now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Go to bed. Um, no, I we had a town hall this week, and um, that's when like all the important people in the company they get up and say stuff. And we've got this guy; he's a doctor, and I'm gonna do my best impression of him because he's got one of those FM radio voices. And he talks like that he should be, I don't know, he just very plain and daunting. Sounds, and Sounds like Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. Okay. Well, he wore a bow tie, too, so I guess that's... <laughs> there you go. Uh, if you have a bow tie, you got to talk like Orville. That's but he sounds like he should be like a, an AM radio DJ. Okay. And, 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 and for him to say anything that, like, if he says the word hip, it just sounds weird. So... He's stand, up there. Stand by for news. Yeah. Not uh, not that kind oh, of guy. Okay. Sorry. Not, <laughs> not not 1950s FM radio Paul guy. Paul Harvey was kind of cool, but and not to say this guy's not cool, but um, so he's up there giving a spiel, and then he he's got his last slide is his contact information, and he says, "Now, if you'd like to contact me, you can use my email address <laughs> at such and such la la la, and I've also got a Twitter account." So if you'd like to Twitter me, my account is. <laughs> and of course he didn't Twitter me. As as I saw him saying that, it goes back to the show where where, where Trevor's <laughs> daughter has got her hands up by the side of her head. I've also got a Twitter account with moose horns. If you'd like to Twitter me. Yeah. About five of you stand up. Hey Orville. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's uh, – and I was sitting up front, so I couldn't laugh out loud, but on the inside. I was LOLing. I did. I was I rolling did a, around in my chest, LOLing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was at LQTM laughing quietly to myself. Oh, wow. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Man, Tigger was on top of that <laughs> stuff. He was on top of that junk way back in the day. Yeah, Tigger was a texter. Yeah, was on top of Twitter. So uh, the people in the chat room—they're reminding me. Hi, how you doing, chat room people? Uh, you can join us in the chat room every Tuesday night at nine thirty central at uh, nlcast.com, and uh, we've got a few folks in there. So let me just read up a bunch of them. Uh, we ticked off most of them last week by having to shut down the thing, but we got about sixty guests, and I also see a bearded baby, Captain's Cast. How you doing, dude? Enigma. Uh, Geek News Weekly's in there. Uh, Miss Eugen, Mother Unit, Norwegian Girl, Pastor Mikey Wan, uh, Sea Wolf, Sickness, Squish, Wicked Kid, and a whole bunch of other people. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you will be with us very next week. Very next week. Be very with us next week. Very nice. Very, what? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my weekly update goes a little something like this. It's kind of random because I like to mess with my wife. I always have. Um, <laughs> Uh, cause she's very gullible and, 
she is and and she's also very good at taking jokes i mean like even her grandparents would pick on her like for instance (laughs) one time i know it's pretty bad when your grandparents pick on you but she comes in one time when we were dating we were up north visiting her family and she goes uh to her grandpa is this a swimming towel and he goes i don't know just throw it in and see (laughs) if it's Okay, so you know it's a swimming towel, and she didn't get it, and I did, and I felt guilty, and she almost dumped me. No, but uh, <laughs> but she's real good at laughing at herself and stuff. So anyway, it's just very easy to do. So anyway, yesterday I I woke up uh, and went in the living room, and uh, no, 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 it was after she got home or some odd thing, and I just started making conversation, and it just occurred to me that I need to be very very random. So here's kind of the the I, I just came to her and said, sweetheart, I've been thinking about doing a new webcomic. And she's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, it'd be based on a couple of characters instead of doing like us or, or uh, you know, stories or stuff like that. I'd actually have some real characters. And, and I've been thinking about it. She said, well, what are you going to call them? I'm, like, I'm going to call it Booty and Kickstart. And, <laughs> and she says, and she just freezes and looks at me. And I'm serious. It's a heart attack. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she said, well, what's it going to be about? And I said, well, it would be about a biker gang. But told from the uh, <laughs> told from the perspective of their butts and 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 the the, the bike seats <laughs> and booty and kickstand kickstart <laughs> and she's looking at me and her face just kind of curling up and her eyes are just you know her head turning sideways like a dog does when they look at you after you've done something weird huh. Oh, really? I don't know, honey. That doesn't sound like a good idea. And she's trying to be supportive. You can just tell. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to shoot me down just in case it's something she just doesn't understand. She knows she's the left brain and I'm the right brain. Maybe there's something redemptive in there. She's going to go ahead and wait until I draw up the first one before she passes judgment. But I couldn't hold it anymore. I just started <laughs> laughing. And so after she found out it was fake, then she started quoting it through the entire thing. And now our kids' names are Booty and Kickstart. (laughs) Which uh, one's Booty? Well, the boy is the Booty and Jenna's Kickstart. Yeah. Sounds like Booty. Yep, exactly. (laughs) So now now it's like Jenna Jenna will come around and she's like, you know what I made for dinner? It's a great idea. It's it's a little Booty and Kickstart. I was I was listening to WBR show on the way to work today, and they had um, a little segment where they were talking about um, booty call, Ugh. and the pirates are calling each other, talking about their treasure <laughs> booty call. Arr. And uh, I can't remember the other one. That uh, it was funny. It was, it was good. I'm just because they always do urban. They do uh, street slang and redefine it, or or say all its various versions so yeah wbr show check it out later check it out yeah. later after this right show right. yeah listen to the show they've yeah. had enough of our show already just now okay yeah. uh it's time for this one of the many tools of the devil oh no get out of the chat room trevor pay attention to the show <laughs> i am paying attention to the show <laughs> busted i saw that <laughs> Trevor has a bad habit of being like, what, huh? And you, you look in there and he's flirting with some old lady in the chat room. All right, here we go. Sorry. LBB of the I week. Merely, I am merely supporting our very supportive audience right back. Okay. Right, right. The, the plus 65 group. But anyway, hello, NLCast people. I got an LBB. A few days back, my friend, let's call him Jack, and I were in our neighborhood pond with some nets and some plastic baggies to catch some bugs for our eighth grade bug project. 
note that at this pond, there are some goldfish that swim in the pond, and I think our taxes pay for their food. Well, <laughs> no, you're in eighth grade. Your taxes don't pay for jack squat. But anyway, because uh, you don't pay them, my taxes pay for your fish's food. But uh, Well, we caught some bugs, and we were about to leave, and we got on our bikes, and we were heading back to his house. We don't know who his is, but uh, when a car came by, and an old dude came out of the car, he stopped us and asked if we were catching fish without with our nets. And my friend said, nope, we're just catching some bugs for a project. But we didn't get to finish because he started yelling at us saying, those are your fish and you shouldn't them. And after a while, he heard us finally and he says, okay, and he just left. No sorry or anything. We headed back to Jack's house. Oh, it's Jack's house. And um, Jack. Good Jack. old, good old Jack in his house. Good old Jack. That beanstalk-shaped house. Uh, we went back to Jack's house, and he told me about how the dude spied on people at the pond, and if he saw a net or something, he would go and call the cops. Well, that's my LBB. I know that I should never bring a net to the pond. Ethan. So, yeah, the LBB of the week are basically busybodies because I think we can all relate to people that peek <laughs> through the dang windows at you. Me and Jenny used to live in this this apartment next to these old people, and they would stare at us through their stupid window blinds every time we got out of our car, every time somebody pulled up, you know, and was coming over for dinner, you'd go out and greet them, or you know how you talk and walk people to their yep. car, and they would just stare at us, and I got to the point where I just started waving at them and doing, doing handstands and stuff. <laughs> like, if you're going to watch me and you don't care that I know you're watching, then I'm not going to mind being absolutely obnoxious while you're watching me. Put so, on a show. Exactly. And then there was another time me and a friend were blowing fireworks in, 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 a, in a part of St. <laughs> Mary's, Georgia. Uh, like the inflatable kind? N- no, yeah. <laughs> we were just blowing them up and popping stuff, and, and, and this old man stood out on the bluff with a shotgun on his hip, you guys know anybody who's shooting fireworks out there? And we we pandered to him. You know, we were afraid of him, even <laughs> yeah, even mean... when he took us to his van. And um, I'm not going to talk about much of the rest of what happened, but <laughs> <You're lying. laughs> but no, uh, it's just there there are people like that, and oh, irritating. So yeah, LBB of the week, busybodies. Find a hobby other than yeah. telling on people, tattletales. That's all you are, old people that do that or young people i'm planning on being one of those when i get older well what else is there to do yeah just yell at people get off my lawn get off my lawn it's your whippersnappers yeah i don't know i'm thinking with the movie up that there it's going to be a new trend to be that old mean dude again because now they're lovable because things happen to you so and they have lots of balloons (sighs) speaking of people with no future who me? It's time for some middle school drama. That's fine. Uh, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of Principal Skinner there. You all know these children have no future. <laughs> oh, prove me wrong, kids. Prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this email came in from somebody anonymously because they didn't sign it and they didn't use their email. They used my form and left their email address out. So, uh, but it was titled "Dreaming of You." Yeah, creepy. Hey, so a couple of nights ago, I dreamed about you guys. Oh, whoa, whoa. We said you. I thought this was all about you, man. I'm I'm not comfortable anymore. (laughs) He he just said guys, so that could be. 
It was all of us. Uh, it was really strange and really vivid. I dreamed that I was having a video chat with John. Oh. <laughs> and he was showing me. He was showing me the room. I just paused there on purpose. Wasn't that funny? Wasn't that funny? No. Uh... <laughs> chat with john and he was showing me the room you guys have the podcast in because it's at your house obviously john oh it is because we know each other and everything so we must live near each other uh he was show uh, you, you have the podcast in in my dream um oh. i saw james at a computer and the room was white and small the walls had pictures very symmetrically placed on it and the room had a tan rug. Is this what your room looks like? <laughs> Is it, John? Wow, it's so creepy. It's so vivid. He's right. No, it's not. I, I record in my unfinished basement. I look like I'm hiding Jews down here for the love. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like a my, hole. That's the, way, that's the way my room looks, though, where I record. No way! There is a tan rug. Except the room is painted black Bruh. with red stripes, and there's chains on the wall. I'm just kidding, but there is a tan rug. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, so if it does, then maybe everything I dreamed about is a real thing. <laughs> so they've been waiting for our confirmation this whole mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. If that is <laughs> what. As you say, to find out if they have some sort of power yeah, to see I'm sorry. that out there. <laughs> I'm sorry to Did let I you win down. the lottery. Because <laughs> if it is, that's real. I promise. <laughs> I need the money. Uh, he says, if it's true, I'm quite concerned because I have very strange dreams. For example, once I dreamed of a pink rabbit in a forest. That is so weird. <laughs> I have a pink rabbit in the forest. No way. How <laughs> <So> do I? <laughs> And then it turned into a bat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I dreamed about you guys, too. I dreamed about you. Anyways, hope you read this. And that's it. That's the end of the email. So, uh, <laughs> so random. And if it wasn't for the middle school drama segment, that would have gone in the triz ash. Telling you that right now. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, John is going to tell a featured story that should have gone in last week's, uh, but due yeah. to his uh, stupid XP auto downloads, his Skype was Skyping out on us. It was all his fault, people. Sorry. So, um, sorry. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Peace. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Eric and Rob from WBR Show. We, we, we just wanted you to know that we are watching you and listening. And that's why your show's not called Nobody's Staring at Me Through My Window. Because we are stalkers. Anyway, here's our promo. I heard you want a free vacation. The radio station said I'm caller number two. Caller number two. Really? That is great. Then I found out where I got to go. Let's just say it wasn't a trip to Cancun. Not a trip to Cancun. Then where is it? It's Iran. I ran away. That stinks. Yes, I ran. I ran four nights, five days. Sell them on eBay. 
for more like this, go to WBRshow.com. Dot com. Stalkers. <laughs> Featured story. All right. We'd like to thank you again for coming back. I know that break was just long and arduous. Arduous. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was. It's hard to get through in case I didn't yeah. say that correctly in a way that you would it. notice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, here's the story. Last week's show uh, was a great show, but it was wrought. It was rife. Rife with technical issues, yeah, uh, including Skype outs and and all kinds of Microsoft esque, uh, prompting people to scream, get a, a Mac, you know, loudly from the chat room in all caps, yeah. uh, causing me to ban all the Mac boys and girls uh, from the from the chat room. And uh, but anyways, John didn't get to tell his story, and uh, he was sad about it. He talked to me later <laughs> via Skype. Which worked perfectly after the show, of course. Uh, and he said he'd like to uh, share that story with you today. And so, after that wonderful intro, I'd like to pass the mic over to um, the most wonderful man in um, in Mexico Sombrero, uh, <laughs> John Steinklauber. Yes, thank you. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, thanks. Um, and and I appreciate you uh, letting me come back on the show. No problem. Because. Um, <laughs> I know that Trevor and you talked about me after after I fell off, and um, and we and Twitter each other about you. you. You wanted to kill me, and and I apologize because you should have. Because last time you killed me, I d- didn't come back to life, and I'm kind of sad about that. But it, it, yeah, just let's just move on. Moving on, and 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 I got to tell you, I'm kind of nervous about this because when when we were talking a while back about having a theme show, this was the story that made me say, "Hey, let's do a breakup show," and um, and I, it, it's an intensive story. So, anyways, let me just start by saying, I dated a girl. Uh, actually, I've only dated girls, just for the record. Um, just to be clear, huh? unlike Trevor. <laughs> I wasn't dating him. It was just a fling. It was just an elevator ride. Love in an elevator. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go I ahead, John. I can't now. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking of kissing Sean. And then goes. Okay. That was episode something something called Elevator Action, folks. Elevator Action. Go back and listen. Our best one, I think. <laughs> Anyways. No, the... Um, so I, this is college. Uh, I was in college and um, still acting like a high schooler, I think, or maybe even a middle schooler, or maybe an elementary schooler. I don't know. But I met this girl um, at college days. It, she was a a student coming to visit uh, the school, and she was friends with a girl that I was friends with there. And so we met and kind of hit it off. And I thought, well, hey, well, let's start writing each other because this was a little bit before email. And uh, so we wrote each other back and forth and, and started a, a long-distance relationship. And um, I drove up to visit her a few times, and, you know, we were, we were pretty much exclusive, just just her and I. And um, I liked her a lot, you know. we talk a lot and all that fun stuff. Um, even even spent the holidays with each other, which was, you know, a big wow. deal. And uh, let me just say, there was there was nothing wrong with her. She's a great gal. She's awesome, um, gorgeous, friendly, outgoing. Um, she she did kind of start having this relationship with this blind guy that I was kind of intimidated by, but <laughs> I think we probably could have worked through that. 
But um, as long-distance relationships go, when you don't see each other every day, um, other people can kind of find interest in you, I guess. And so this other girl down at college was kind of interested in me, and we kind of started talking. And I thought, you know what, I can't, uh, I can't have two girlfriends at the same time. Looking back, I probably should have. It might have been easier that way. But, <laughs> But uh, so I thought, you know, I, I got, I'm going to have to break up with, uh, with this, with this gal up in Alabama that I'm not related to, and um, <laughs> Alabama. So it, uh, this is almost like a full year has gone full circle, and um, she was actually coming back down to college days again, and she was going to check the college out again, and hopefully enroll possibly, um, at least that had been my hope at one point. And uh, I thought, you know what, I've, I've got to break, with her, uh, break up with her soon because this other girl likes me a lot and we kind of hitting it off. And so, so I figured we'd break up and I would break up with her in person, which seemed like the respectable thing to do. As opposed to email? Um, as, well, we didn't have email and, you know, things, letters could have gotten crossed in the mail. One would say, I love you. And the other one would say, let's break up. And then you just really be confused. That'd be awkward. And I was too poor to afford phone service type stuff because you had to pay for it yourself back in those days. Oh, it was that kind of girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the, you yeah, saw, one, you one just cancel the credit card. One nine hundred, whatever. <laughs> oh no, man, you jerk. <laughs> you jerk. Oh, you're sick. Mm. That's why you don't watch TV late at night, John, right there. I don't, I don't watch TV at all. So there, <laughs> yeah, I don't pay for cable. Uh. <laughs> I don't. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor does, but I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm Christian. I don't do that. I, I'm serious, dude. I, I'm I don't. S- I don't. <laughs> where, where are we? I love how John has to explain these things. You gotta make sure. Just like St. Peter's up there using his eraser now. Oh, I'm just kidding. Crap. Well, I, I care what <laughs> He's going to put the check mark on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't like to be in trouble. I don't. Like you're either stealing cable or you're a liar. You got to choose one. <laughs> I'm, I'm neither. I don't steal cable. But, uh, well, you lied about stealing cable then. See what I'm saying? You're screwed either way. <laughs> you're fun, man. <laughs> well, hold on. I just got to make a quick phone call here. Yeah. Hello. Uh, uh, Chat bot. You stream bot. Report him. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Where were we? Um. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, uh, didn't want to break up with her over the phone. Nope. Um, I wanted to do it in person because I thought it would be uh, more of a gentleman thing. And, and besides, you can explain yourself better in person, right? Yeah. So I I avoided every chance I could making contact with her during the day because she got there like in the afternoon or something, and I knew that I would meet up with her in the evening or something, and and we we, we could talk then. So I thought, okay, I, I just can't run into her. So I, every chance I got, I would made sure I was away from my room and made sure nobody knew where I was because I was chicken, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, um, I, I did a lot of drama at the college, and that first night we had a big dramatic presentation where all the – the uh, the groups at college would would either sing or do their drama thing or do their presentation. Well, I was in part or of a drama. Lie. I am not lying. It's called <laughs> College Days. Look at it from 1993 to 97. You'll find me in there. Um, <laughs> butt face. 
<laughs> I don't really have a butt face. I just, I just want people to know that. I just have really bad breath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. I was I was just I was just holding Dunder a little bit close to my face and yeah, well, you know yeah. that's fun. Okay, that's great to imagine. <laughs> okay, so um, after I figured I would I would break up with her after after this dramatic presentation where you know you think that was drama? Meet us out in the concave conclave whatever. What? <laughs> Yeah. What do we call the quad? Yeah, the quad. No. That's what I was trying to think of. But the quad. Um. So uh, we did we did our big drama thing, which lasted hours, and and I was just dreading this moment because it's it's not fun to break up with anybody. You know, somebody's going to be hurting and tears and all that stuff. And I just didn't want to do this. And I like to stay friends with the with the girls that I no longer am in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship with. And I was hoping that could be the same with with uh, this gal. Um, but anyways, I found out where she was staying, and um, it was on campus. And I and I went to where she was, and um, knocked on the door and and asked for her to come to the door. And then we had this discussion, and uh, and and we broke up. And you know, I explained, you know, I, I'm sorry, it's not you, it's me, it's this oh, and that, and blah blah blah. Good blah. lord! Every no, every no. excuse. Oh. <laughs> But here's here's the here's the thing, and this is what really kind of makes it somewhat funny story. Um, I didn't I didn't change out of the outfit that I that I was doing the drama in. I. Uh, <laughs> what part did you play, John? <laughs> yeah, John. <laughs> was a giant duck. <laughs> it was a clown. <laughs> 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 full makeup. No way. <laughs> she don't play. <laughs> and she can never go to the circus again. <laughs> she probably hates clowns. Hey, and I don't blame her. <laughs> Homegirl got jo- dumped by JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John rolls up in his car, pumps out. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> Squirt. Yeah. <laughs> Smell my flower. <laughs> oh, I am I'm sorry that I had never seen it from that perspective. <laughs> it's um in my defense, I wasn't one of those stupid clowns with a big poofy hair, but that would have been funny. But um, I, looking back on it in life, I feel feel really bad about that. Um, I, 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 you know, I tried calling her again later on in life and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm sorry," but um, her mom got the phone and, wow! Listen, dude. you clown! Don't you call my daughter again? <laughs> Uh, she, uh, some sort of joke. Yeah. You should have stayed in the closet. <laughs> uh, no, well, they call it the car. Stay in the car. Come out of the clown car. Mm. Wow. <laughs> they can't all be good. Sorry. It was bad. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be here all the week. <laughs> Homegirl got dumped by a clown. Just, you know that should be is, that should be an honor. 
person? What kind of a jerk breaks up with a girl in a clown costume? <laughs> He's just trying to make light of the situation. <laughs> I just imagine oh. when you first open the door and all their friends are like, oh, a singing telegram. Yay. So, yeah. God's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's just so creative and awesome. She's really lucky to have him. And then you come back crying. The tears of a clown. Do, 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 do. No one's around. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was going to say, the problem is that, you know, you said, I'm sorry, it's over. Then you reached out and you went, honk, honk, on her nose. <laughs> just one little final squeeze. Just kind of wiggled her face back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're as you're mo you're walking away all sad you're pantomiming everything you know? <laughs> big big old sigh <sighs> and then when you She's cry the tears squirt out of your eyes onto her blouse you know <laughs> he's got those shoes that, make, that make honky noise and he's walking away <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out his handkerchief and it just keeps coming out different colors <laughs> here you need to cry here's your handkerchief <laughs> Pull the dove out of the sleeve. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> this never happens. I'm sorry. You make her a balloon heart with two doves sitting in it, and you pop you pop them both as an object lesson. <laughs> this was us, honey. Pop, pop. This is how I feel now. And look, this heart is going to break because my heart is breaking. Boom! <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. And, and Trisha, if you're out there listening to this, by please some, help her, Lord. Please forgive me. I, I apologize. That oh. poor girl can never go to Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus with her kids without crying now. She's probably married and has, you know, kids and kids want to go talk to the clowns. And she's like, no, no, they will break your heart. <laughs> they will tear out your soul. Clowns are bad. Or she's gone the other way and she's really living her life to try to impress one. Oh, and she's no. been through clown after clown after clown. <laughs> That's terrible. Don't she names her kids Topsy and Peanut. Oh, I hope that's not like I know this one's going to be the right one. I know it is. Weeble, Weeble is going to be the one. Weeblies. Uh, they, she buys her kids giant shoes. <laughs> Big noses. Oh, poor, poor girl. I, I have no idea. Uh, after college, I never, I have no idea what she's doing now. So She's in therapy. I hope she's not. Like all your ex-girlfriends, thanks for the job you did on my sister, dude. Yeah. I was going to say, we're going to we're gonna have to add a new section of the show. John apologizes to somebody from his past. <laughs> I got I got enough to fill up the next this 20 the, shows, maybe. This is the closest he's ever been to a national audience. Uh, John John the Clown says, I'm sorry. <laughs> I only did that once. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> And, and if, I, if it hadn't been for that dramatic presentation that I was a part of, I would have been dressed like a normal person, but I just had to do it. I had been putting it off for so long. I said, I've got to go do this. And dressed yeah. as a clown. Oh. <laughs> okay. She just kept so there, laughing 
No, really, honey, we do need to break up. No, John, you, I can't take you seriously with all that makeup. You are the living end. Uh, <laughs> I still see that moment in my mind. I'm sorry. And, and she came out and she was smiling and was happy to see me. Well, of and... course, because you're a clown. Everybody's happy to see a clown. <laughs> the world loves a clown. Oh, man, not anymore. So, so were you Hobo or Al Goose? Um, I, I don't know what Al Goose is. Al Goose is your traditional clown with white face that doesn't speak and okay, ca- and wears right. white gloves. Isn't that a mime? I, no, I was no. a mix between the two. Oh, wow. So, I did wear white gloves. I had a white face, but I spoke, and I had a non-traditional poofy outfit. I did not wear a poofy outfit. I had a – actually, a vest was quite distinguished, wore a bow tie, a nice hat. But I was a clown. Oh. So, so you were doing the local uh, theater production of Romeo and Juliet, was it? Uh, <laughs> Bozo and Juliet. If anything deserved one, it was that one. No, John, great story. Loved it. It was awesome. Thank you. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it's time to move on, though. So let's uh, let's get to some of your ENV mails. ENV mail. Thank you for calling. All right, all right. We got some winners today. This one's from Adam. Hey, it's Maverick. No, it's Adam. I just Maverick. Maverick. He's Maverick. I'm uh, I just wanted to say thanks for putting on the show. I'm not a sponsor because I'm just a poor white boy with a very cool alter ego. But I do appreciate the time you put into the listeners and whatnot. Because you guys could just record and get the sponsorship and be done with it. But you do all the other great stuff and actually interact with us, even though that's not necessary. So thanks, Adam. Well, Adam, you know what? I I just want to make a point that the sponsorships come after. It's a side effect. It's not the main reason we do any of this stuff. And, uh... I think I think uh, we're doing this. I think we can all say I know I can that from the very beginning this was to build community, and I think we've done that. We've got a great group of folks that listen. I've said it before, and I will say it again. We do not have the best podcast in the world, but we do have the best podcast audience in the world. So, Adam, That's thank right. you, and everybody out there that supports us and uh, leaves those uh, you know iTunes reviews and and does the sponsorship stuff all that stuff helps us just make the show better for you so thanks sir. that's awesome uh, thank you I, I'm I was just gonna say um, I, I'm in it for the money uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a raise yeah, well, yeah it's it's a hundred percent from nothing I'm, but I, one of these days man I tell you this is gonna this is gonna make my empire I'm gonna be Scott Johnson uh, you guys get paid Oh, uh, anyone, uh, this one's from, uh, Robert. It's a long one, but it's a good one. Everyone has a hobby. Mine's woodworking. I have a garage full of various wood cutting, chewing and shaping toys. That's right. I said toys. I know I'm jealous. Yes. If I were being paid for this hobby, they would be tools, but I'm not. So, well, it was a day like any other, except I'd been expecting a new toy to arrive. I knew it was coming that day because I had spent the entire week tracking the package online. I'd ordered yes. a new router bit set so I could make a certain nice. kind of door. That is so awesome. Uh, and I'm not being sarcastic at all. I would love to be a woodworker. Ugh. Dude, I got a nice lathe at that. Really? Yeah. I'm coming to your house. 14-inch uh, bandsaw. Let's do it. <sighs> 
Ugh. For those, I have a stupid cheap Sears table saw. Ugh, Black and Decker, baby. For the win. Uh, for those that are not familiar with a router, it's a toy that has a motor that spins very sharp steel, uh, about uh, 10,000 rounds per minute. It's used to shape wood. Anyway, I also have a router table that I can mount the router up underneath so the router bit sticks through the hole in the top. So... Uh, as soon as my precious arrived, I bolted to the garage so I could play with a new toy. I inserted the bit through the router. Precious to me. <laughs> it's Sorry. Precious. It's okay. Um, which is just a hole that can be tightened. It's called a uh, something. And I reached, I realized the bit was not sticking high enough above the table to do what I needed to do. So I pulled the bit out of the uh, hole until it was high enough for what I needed. However, I left the bit only about one eighth of an inch inside of it. Imagine trying to hold something very tightly with just the fingertips rather than grasping it with your entire hand. Well, that's what was going on in this little hole. I tightened it down extra hard because you're just, you're not supposed to do what I was doing. Bits need to be in so very far for safety. But what was I going to do? Not play with my new toy? Uh, after the last check to make sure that uh, I was ready, I put my goggles on, and here we went. I flipped the switch. little voice inside told me maybe I should wait uh, till I buy the right router for the job. But it was Jeez. too late. I was committed. And committed... I should have been because as the router spun up to its maximum speed, I suddenly heard a very quiet ting, and I felt a wisp of air by my left cheek. I didn't even have time to react. It, the bit flew out of the hole and nearly missed my head. I would like to note that the goggles would have only slowed the bit's travel through my very stupid brain if it had hit me in the head. A surge of adrenaline was coursing through my body. I slowly turned off the router. I said a quick prayer of thanks that my son would not have to grow up without a father and uh, oh, and, tell, and tell people how stupidly his father had died. Um, as I was standing there, coming to grips with my own mortality, my cell phone rang. I looked down. It was my mom. She has this innate ability to call exactly at the right or wrong moment. I didn't know which was this was going to be. Sometimes she seemed to be a little bit of a prophetess. So I answered, and she immediately said, I think the router is broken. And I was shocked. I said, what? How could she possibly know? That had literally just happened. Nobody could have seen it. Nobody could have known. I thought she must have had a premonition. My mom gets those sometimes. So she said, I've been meaning to call you, but I, I just, I was waiting for the right time. I didn't want to bother you. And I said, what? And she says, it works when I've plugged it in, but... It's not working wirelessly. And that's when I realized she was actually talking about her wireless <laughs> router at home. <laughs> See, I thought God had told her to go, but she had called just a little too late. <laughs> I interrupted her and explained my near-death experience and the misunderstanding that I was going through. She was horrified and asked what I needed to make the thing work. And by the end of the day, each of us had tracking numbers for the routers that we needed, both of which she paid for. Uh, so that came from Robert Code Monster. Thank you so much, dude. That was an awesome story. <laughs> that was awesome. Yikes. I've been meaning to tell you that I think something's wrong with the router. Whoa! So. The router, I just it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. What? You know? what are you doing using my router, Mom? Yeah. Real. Stay out of my room! I hate you! <laughs> <laughs> I know it's your basement, but still! <laughs> 3 a.m. Go to sleep. <laughs> I don't care if a router bit punched through your mattress. Go to bed. Anyway. All right. Good uh, night. That's scary. <laughs> Dude, have you ever had a close call like that? I have. I've slipped wood yes. and almost chopped my finger off and just, ugh. 
I had I was working on a table saw, and we were I was cutting a door, and um, you know you're not supposed to stand behind the wood when you do it. Yeah. But we pushed the door through, and the small piece that was on the right of the blade shot back, boom, oh. missed my leg by like inches. It would have left a nasty, painful bruise, I'm sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, that was one of my close calls. Okay, so I, when I was in hospital with appendicitis, this boy next to me had stitches like from his right nipple all the way back around like if you had a right nipple on your back it was just a big gash that was sewn up and it was u-shaped you know across his shoulder like he was wearing a strap over his shoulder or something and i asked him what he did and he says his dad was cutting wood and the thing kicked back and the circular saw went right through his shoulder and his shoulder just kind of laid over like a a, a piece of bread halfway cut off of uh, shut up. i know i had to say it quick and without emotion so that i wouldn't gross myself out but that's the reality of the situation so yeah he was stitched up well within his body and there were stitches inside of his body i don't know i i couldn't look at him can look couldn't. at him he looked like frankenstein boy so yeah his dad felt really bad his dad wouldn't even come see him in the hospital because he felt so bad i know but uh, anyway nobody's listening it's a funny show sometimes i talk <laughs> in my sleep <laughs> and i'm fully aware of that but it's mostly mumbles and incoherent words that have no meaning so in college i was sleeping on the top bunk while my roommate slept in the bottom and every once in a while he would ask me about my dreams because he'd hear, hear me mumbling many times i would just have some fun and tell him i was having spiritual dreams and i would go into detail about the demons and angels that i saw <laughs> Even though I didn't remember any of them. Uh, my roommate would get very easily frightened, and that's why I was jacking with him, especially when it came to matters of the underworld. So one night, I woke up at about 3 a.m., as I did sometimes, because my tiny blue college mattress was very uncomfortable. So I was lying awake in the bed, motionless. I hear my roommate beneath, tossing and turning. At this moment, I knew that he was he was also awake, and I decided to mess with him. So I started to twist and turn and mumble incoherently, and I started speaking just louder than a whisper. No, no. And I heard my roommate. He had frozen down below. He stopped moving completely. He was listening intently to me and my supposed dream. At this point, I knew I had his attention, so I reached over and grabbed a toy that I happened to have near my bed, believe it or not. It was a small what? it was a small Darth Vader megaphone that when you speak to it, it changes your voice to either an alien or a deeper Darth Vader-y monster-sounding voice. Yes. The obvious choice was the Monster Vader. So as I'm whimpering, no, Jesus, help me. <laughs> I could hear my roommate beneath me start to breathe harder as he was getting more and more scared. I said, stop, what do you want from me? And I put the Darth Vader toy in my mouth, pressed the button and said, I want her soul. (laughs) I instantly heard my roommate gasp and jump up, hitting the bottom of my bed. I'm not sure if it was his head or what. But after a few seconds of the asleep me conversating with the demon possessed me, I could hardly hold in my laughter, but my roommate got up. He was so scared that he took his pillow and blanket and was sneaking out of the room where I eerily sat up and looked at him, standing, hunched over. He looked back at me with a concerned look on his face, and out of nowhere, I suddenly screamed. <laughs> and he screamed louder. My screaming turned to laughter, but he he, he kept screaming. <laughs> I told him I was just messing with him the whole time, and he <laughs> and showed him the Vader toy. He was relieved, but he was really mad at the same time. He, he was never, he was never really able to get me back for that one. But I didn't really tell too many people about it until now. <laughs> anyway, 
now the world knows. And uh, anyway, I thought it was a hilarious story, and I wanted to pass it on. Hope you liked it. Thanks for the show. Thanks for everything. Aaron, a.k.a. Constipated Endeavors. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great name. That's it an is. awesome story. You know, you don't think things like that can happen, like the Vader toy seems too contrived. But I told you guys about the demon-possessed fire, uh, fire uh, smoke detector and how I told it at a kid's camp. And then it just so happened that my buddy, after I'd told this scary story, had the smoke detector right next to his bed and pushed the button and freaked everybody <laughs> out. So sometimes the world just lines up, the, the planets are aligned, and things just work out for you. So... Uh, so it's awesome. Uh, let's read a couple more, and then we got to get out of here. In second grade, my dad had a small collection of computer games. I spent a lot of time playing Curse of Monkey Island, a point-and-click adventure game. This was yes. a, he was second grade at this time. Uh, one part of the game involves a character uh, messing with the owner of a cabana. At one point, the character says he might even sunbathe nude. Now, one day in class, we were sitting on a rug, coming up with words. They start with different uh, combinations of letters. And then the teacher put up the letters in you. You can probably guess what happened, but I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> Some of my classmates had said nut or number, but soon nobody could come up with any more. And I usually didn't speak up in class. I was very shy, but no one was saying anything. So I raised my hand and said, nude. Firstly, in my defense, I had no idea what the word nude meant, but apparently everyone else in my class did, so they start laughing, and the teacher even laughed a little. But then she says, well, yes, I guess that's one. As uh, we were going back to our desk, my friends were coming up to me and saying how gross I was. What? Yeah, well, they're second graders. Um, So I told them I didn't even know what nude meant, and one whispered, it means naked. So, like it was a swear word. And uh, I guess it is when you're in second grade. Anyway, I spent the entire day embarrassing class hoping no one would bring it up. I hope you enjoyed my story. Keep the podcast going. Lucius, or Lucas, I mean, in the chat room. So, there you go. Oh, man. That's good. Nude. Naked. Oh, well, that's like the time in middle school when I was homeschooled and mom dropped me right in the middle of middle school. And I told told this guy about my my stepdad and his brothers and how that he was the oldest and he was the shortest and the youngest brother was the tallest <laughs> oh, yeah. and how how that was so queer. <laughs> and my whole family was just queer. <laughs> and, he, and he kept saying, what? <laughs> yeah, my dad and all his brothers is just queer. They're queer. And and he would say, say it again. And he would get more people's attention. And I thought I was just being funny. And I didn't know. So it Poor does James. happen. The sad they thing was, he was in second grade. I was like in seventh grade. So. <laughs> say it again, seventh graders. Say it again. <laughs> I know you could well, That's like one time in Boy Scout camp or something. I, I was always so innocent. And there was some sort of area called Gay Falls. And all the all the boys would laugh about it and make jokes. And I was like, what is so funny about being happy? You know, <laughs> are you happy you <laughs> fell? I was, I was trying to toss it around in my head, you know? So now I know. Now I know it doesn't mean happy. I would snicker at the word homo sapien. <laughs> <laughs> Still do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's play at least one of these. Um these things. Oh, this one's the one I wanted to play because I don't trust you, Trevor. Oh. Hello, nobody's listening. While researching on a fact site, I recently discovered that in, up until 1920, Canada was planning on invading the United States. 
does Trevor have anything to do with this? Trevor, I do not trust you. See? <laughs> so Trevor, what can you say, dude? What can you say? What do you, what do you uh, got? I'm pulling guns in my garage wow. just for this very occasion. Now, see, if you were John, you'd be like, no, I'm not really. No, sorry. <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. I don't do, want anybody do, 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 to think I was really doing this. Let me dress as a clown and break your heart. But no, <laughs> I've never had a gun. Uh, my just a joke. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's not really happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> just letting you know. Uh, what were they going to do? Throw rocks? Because don't you have like a no gun law up there? <laughs> We're bringing sticks and slingshots. We're like David and your Goliath. You're going down, sucker. We're going to get you with hugging pucks. Hey. Uh, <laughs> We're going to make our Canadian geese fly over you. And huh? on you. <laughs> No, actually, actually, our our plan there, boys, is what what we're going to do is we're going to release the uh, we're going to release the monkey bonies on you. <laughs> They're just going to just going to just going to flatten the whole landscape. Turn boys. us into one giant curling stadium, yeah, and we're just going to start throwing the rocks down there and just oh, knocking no. you down. <laughs> it's not a plan, man. Hurry! Oh gosh, the otter pops. <laughs> No, the freezies. Freezies, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Don't eat them for breakfast. No. Oh, uh, <laughs> if I don't play this, Sheeta will be mad at me. She's from the Caribbean, and that's just cool. So here we go. Um, hey, James, Trevor, and John. It's Sheeta. I Sheeta. promised I'd call, so here I am. Um, still loving the podcast. A bit busy, so can't send any stories. I'm a working girl now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, anyway. I love y'all. Bye. It's a clean podcast, Uh-oh. Sheeta. Uh-oh. I, don't know. No. I didn't know Sheeta was a working girl. Um, But uh, are your freezies maple syrup flavored, Trevor? That's the <laughs> No, sir, part. they are not. No. And that's they're unfortunate. Beaver, they're beaver flavored, actually. <laughs> beaver flavored. New monkey. That's crazy. New monkey bony flavor. <laughs> it's creepy. All right, so um, John, are you still doing the clown thing? Can people have uh, hire you for parties? Dude, that would be yes. Oh, yes, I, I. I need to divorce my husband. Can yeah, you come it, out? It's a breakup gram. <laughs> I will break it uh, with a lighthearted gesture of a balloon animal and uh, two doves. If it'll get me Arkham Asylum any faster, I will do it. <laughs> All right, folks, you heard him. If you need John to help you break up with someone. Send him a breakup a gram from Johnny. Johnny yeah. the clown. Johnny the Christian clown. <laughs> uh, hey. Hey, it's time for us to get out of here. Oh man. Uh, this is uh it's been a great show. Thank you guys. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record. Yes. Remember, check out drawyourpicture.com, nlcast.com, uh, geeklovesnerd.com. CMMonthly.com. Check out Trevor's podcast, MKPodcast.com, for the best uh, PC gaming podcast out there. And check out uh, ChristianBreakupagram.com. <laughs> John's new solo project. That's right. Trademark. Trademark. Uh, thanks to everybody that joined us in the chat room. And uh, make sure to check us out online at NLCast.com. 
Until next time, remember, if you're telling a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. listening. The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Oh, monkey bony. Monkey bony. I wish you was a phony, cause I'd call you on my telephony, yeah, yeah, break little heart. I would break your heart dressed up like a clown, I'd take your smile and turn it upside down, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's awful, hello, nobody's listening, I'm Dave, I'm actually a very recent listener, uh, but I listened actually back when David was uh, still part of the show, um, and I have a really funny story to let you guys hear. Um, I was playing rock band with my little brother, and we had just gotten the stage kit. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's actually a strip set of strobe lights and a fog machine, and it actually, you plug it up to the Xbox, and it coordinates with the Xbox to do everything, and we were playing with it. It seemed like it was cool. And there was fog coming out, and I have a very, very small room. I live in a trailer, and it is perfectly small, like an office small. So we have the door closed, and smoke is just going everywhere. We're, we don't have the lights on, so we can't tell what's going on. And all of a sudden, like, we hear my sister talking about it, and all of a sudden the smoke alarm goes off. My mom was changing, and she starts freaking out, thinking the house is on fire. And my sister's screaming, no, 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 Dave is just testing a fog machine in his room. To which I feel really stupid, because, I mean, really, I'm testing a fog machine in my room. Yeah, needless to say, we're not going to use the fog anymore. If we do, it's just going to be turned off for a few seconds, because there's no way to control it. But anyways, thanks. Hopefully, I'll get to hear my story as I listen. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks. God bless. Hey, James, Trevor, and John. Uh, this is Dr. Louie. Uh, this is embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I was on a missions trip the other week in Kentucky. We had to go to Walmart for some supplies, and I was with two of the girls that were on the trip. I walked had to get socks, so we went over to the, the women's clothing section, and we were standing there looking at socks, and the two girls had gone around the corner, and I was about to follow them, and I, I just looked, and I saw a pair of socks that looked really warm and soft and fuzzy. Not that I would buy them for myself, but anyway, I reached up and, and felt them, and they were really soft. And So I peek around the corner to tell them about the socks, and I peek around the corner, and I go, ooh, those are nice. And so I peek around the corner, there were two girls there, but there was a woman standing there looking at bras and a very uh, disturbed look on her face. So I looked back around the corner, and, um, yeah, my face turned shade red that uh, never existed before. So <laughs> um, thanks for letting me share, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. 
Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 